Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. While the coronavirus pandemic has forced thousands of businesses to lay off workers or even shut down, one area of the economy is booming. Multiple media reports indicate Americans are turning to psychics, astrologers, and tarot readers to cope with the pandemic. So I am bringing Michelle Welch onto the show today. She spent 27 years as a trial attorney and law school professor before deciding to pursue her passion as a psychic medium. She's also the owner of Soultopia, a growing chain of metaphysical stores headquartered in Dallas. Michelle tells me her business is up 68% compared to last year. She's eyeing three new locations to open in the next few months. Michelle is the author of the forthcoming book, The Magic of Connection, Stop Cutting Cords, and Learn to Transform Negative Energy to Live an Empowered Life. Almost done with the public service announcements about my upcoming program, at least for a little while. If you want more information, I did do a podcast on it last week. It's called Live Your Life Backwards, the program. If you want to want more information or want to get on my wait list, please do so at dramyrobbins.com and you can find my wait list under courses. Also, if you have not subscribed to my newsletter yet, you can do that at dramyrobbins.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. And if you have any ghost stories to share, please do so at dramyrobbins at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review. You can also catch me on YouTube now as well if you would like to watch the podcast while you listen. Welcome, Michelle. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. And you're coming from Texas. So we were just chatting a little bit about how things are down there because it's right after you guys went off the grid, literally. Right. Um, I I don't know if this is funny or or not, but people are calling it snowvid down here because there was COVID and there's snowvid. And and it felt like it, too, because the grocery stores are still like empty of food. A lot of the grocery stores in town, it's just been insanity for, um, or not insanity, but very odd for Texas, you know, just very, very odd. Well, I'm so, I'm so glad that you're okay and that you're with us today. And we are actually talking today about crystals, Um, a topic that I don't know a lot about. I have a lot of crystals. I'm not really sure why I have them or what purpose they serve. So I'm hoping that you can enlighten all of us as to, uh, let's start with sort of my first question, which is what is the significance of crystals? Well, first of all, you may have them just because they're pretty. (laughs) You know, I think people are drawn to them because they're from earth, they're from mother earth. And most of them, unless you get like um, in a broad term and we'll broad brush crystals, we'll say crystals, even if I'm meaning meteorite or um, some things like amber aren't really crystals, but we lump them into that category. So without getting too scientific, unless you want to, we'll just say crystals. But they're, you know, they come from Mother Earth um, and or nature. And so they're something that we can bring into our homes or use to work with us to wear. 
um, or to make grids uh, to help us bring some positivity into our lives. It's a very easy way to do that. Crystals have like a fixed internal structure and they don't have entropy, like chaos, like we do. <laughs> and mm. any, they're, they're fixed. They stay one way, even if you break them, like if they break in half, they'll stay the same internally. So we entrain to the crystals in theory. Um, we will entrain to the crystal of, that we choose and it will help us with that, whatever its properties are. So that's one of the reasons that the significance of crystals, I would say, for using them to work with for either crystal healing or just to have them in your home because they're so beautiful and then they just uh, work with us. And, and people are starting to realize it more and more, but the science of it really is that we entrain to the crystals as opposed to them entraining to us. So what do you mean by that? Like our energy, we pick up on the energy of the crystal? Right, exactly. So a, an example might be if you, you know, being a psychologist, correct? I'm a psychologist. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. not sure I get it right. Yeah. Um, if you were to guide somebody through a visualization, uh, the clients might entrain to your voice, right? They would pick up on the cadence the of your voice and they would train to that and when the crystals around if you have a certain crystal let's just say something gentle like a rose quartz uh or an amethyst uh they have that fixed structure and so then when we're in the presence of it we will just whatever the properties of that is we will just become more fixed to the properties of that crystal as opposed to wherever we were before and so we will kind of entrain to it. Another example would be like um, in training, this to me is not as good of an example, but in training to like, if you had a transplant, if not you, but if someone had a transplant and your body was in training and getting used to that transplant, you would, and not rejecting it, you would in, get used to vibration. Of, and so vibration is a big word with crystals, the vibration of that crystal. Since everything's energy, we're just, adjusting to that energy instead of our chaotic energy because our energy just changes all the time. Gotcha. So how do we know, do you use crystals all the time? How do you know what crystals to use for what? Um, is just holding it enough? Like what is the transformative impact of, of them? Okay. So I use them all the time, but not necessarily consciously am I like I have a crystal on right now uh am I did I have typically I will choose them for a purpose all right so I will say now this one's a crystal a clear crystal quartz that I have on as a necklace and it amplifies and clarifies pretty much everything every other crystal um it'll do one or the other or both it'll amplify whatever situation you're around or it'll give you clarity and it'll amplify other crystals uh, but as far as, you know, do you use them all the time? I do, but that's because I have a store full of them. I have a house full of them, but I would recommend to a lot of people. And it's so funny because we sell beaded bracelets. That's how our business started. Um, we sell these beaded, beautiful crystal bracelets. And I didn't, I wore something else today. I didn't wear any of them, but we, you can use those almost like mantras, uh, um, almost like a mala necklace mm -hmm. and you can do mantras with just the, with the bracelet, just like if 
as a lawyer, if I was stressed in a trial, I might just start doing some affirmations around that bead and no one even know, wouldn't know what I was doing, you know, just doing a little affirmation around it. So you could wear it that way. You could wear it, um, the, the little tumbled crystals, you could put them in a cage. We have these little wire cages. People, people put them on chains or leather strings and they'll wear them and you can even tuck them down in your shirt where no one can see them. Uh, but having them in your space is, is I mean, the, the sky's the limit. You could use them if they're not toxic. You could use them in the water, but you always have to check toxicity. Or you could do what I call the alternative method. You could infuse your water with the crystal, but putting it in, you, you don't put it right down into the water because some are toxic or they're water soluble. So that you always have to check that. But there's a lot of ways to use the crystals. And I can't remember what else you asked. Would you wear them all the time? I, it depends on what you're using them for. So like if you're wanting to go to sleep, there's a crystal called selenite. And I'm trying to see, I don't have it around here, but it's, it's white gypsum. So if you think about the plaster of Paris in your walls um, or the old timey casts that we used to wear, you're mm -hmm. younger than me, but I don't know if you remember those old, the old timey ones. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's gypsum. And, and when it gets wet, you can kind of mold it and form it. Well, there's a crystal. It's real popular now. It's called selenite. And that's what is, you know, they put in Plaster of Paris. And that will calm you down, just like calm you down. And really, uh, for our daughter, she was having some attention uh, problems. She was really wired when she would, was younger and couldn't wind down to go to sleep. And we put a slab of selenite underneath her bed and she would just go to sleep. And, and I know that may sound like if somebody's a skeptic, you may sound, say, yeah, right. Well, I just say try carrying one around for a while <laughs> and you'll see, I mean, it really will just make you tired, just like, you know, calm you down and make you sleepy. So a selenite, I wouldn't suggest, you know, carrying all day at work if you need to be, you know, very busy and going and going, going, but it just depends on the crystal. Can you talk us through some of the different crystals? I know there's probably like a lot, but there, I know that there's the crystals that align with your chakras. Mm -hmm. um, can you maybe talk us through some of those and some of the sure. most popular ones that you, that people look for and what their purpose is and what they're used for? Sure. Um, I'll start with, and then if I can remember, I'll do the chakras. I'll start okay. with, it's interesting what TikTok has done to crystals. Okay. That little, oh, that little TikTok. thing called what TikTok. TikTok has done to everything in life. <laughs> yes. Right. I don't know how much time you have to spend correcting things that are on TikTok. <laughs> I don't go TikTok. I don't go on TikTok. My, my kids would kill me if I went on TikTok. Well, same with ours. So what happened was, yeah, you know, my, my kids were like, you cannot do that. But then all of a sudden owning two stores, we had people coming in our store saying they wanted Moldavite. Now Moldavite is a tectile, Moldavite comes from wherever. It, it, my husband can explain it better because he's a Moldavite person, but everybody has it wrong what Moldavite does. It's in the Czech Republic. Long story short, they are now restricting mining for, for Moldavite because they actually were finding bodies because people would go out and dig way too deep and then they couldn't get out of where they were digging. And I know, depressing. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. And so the Czech Republic had to put restrictions on mining for the Smoldavite. Well, Moldavite's been around 
for, I mean, we've been in business, what, maybe eight, 10 years, and we've been selling Moldavite, but all of a sudden, because of TikTok, Moldavite became this big thing, and all the young kids were coming in wanting Moldavite, because apparently it makes you, they thought, you know, it gets you really, like, hyped up, and you can do anything, and really, whatever, and and the information was inaccurate, to be honest with you. Um, So, of course, me being the crystal person, I'm like, okay, what are we going to do about this? This is not accurate. How can we fix TikTok? And uh, but people were flooding in the stores buying Moldavite. You can barely get it now because of all the people because Mm. of that one person who led to more talking about uh, Moldavite. So um, Moldavite, for instance, would be associated more with your crown chakra and your transpersonal chakras chakras within your body and then the transpersonals being outside of your body it would be much something that connects you more with um the other realms uh potentially you know maybe people would think the i would say more guides uh, if you want to think angels guides uh source but it it was that that was one. So that that's real popular right now. But as far as like the common most popular ones, I mentioned rose quartz. Rose quartz is very gentle. It's slow acting, but it's long acting. I call it like a bubble bath of love because it's for unconditional love. It's very sweet and gentle and kind. And so it would be associated with your heart chakra. Heart chakra is traditionally green, but now because of us thinking of pink as heart, you know, Valentine's mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, pink would be a chakra too. So any green or pink crystal, we think heart chakra. This is very basic as far as the chakras, but rose mm-hmm. quartz is really good for that. And very gentle. That is one of the crystals you could put right, you know, you wash it off just with soap and water. Um, and then you put it straight down into your water. Not all of them can you do that, but rose quartz you can. And then uh, amethyst is very popular. Amethyst, the word for amethyst came from the word, excuse me, undrunk in the Greek or not drunk. And so I always look at why crystals have the properties because I don't just believe like if you're, if I'm telling you, you're probably not just going to believe what I tell you. Okay. Yeah, it's good for that. You're going to wonder, okay, what's your factual basis for that? Some of the basis of why the collective consciousness may believe a crystal is good for something is what it was used for, for forever ago, you know, for years and years and years, you know, ago. And was it used across countries when they couldn't even communicate or continents when they couldn't even communicate with one another. And, and also, you know, what properties does it have in it? What minerals are within that crystal? Because there's usually more than a lot of times more than one mineral and amethyst is a type of quartz. It just is infused with a different mineral. Therefore, it changes the property of the quartz. So it still amplifies, it still clarifies, but because of that undrunk property, it's thought to help with, and I will disclaim here, help with, not take the place of your psychologist, your doctor, your uh, therapy, uh, your rehab, whatever you need, but it would help with maybe um, breaking bad habits. It also will help with sleep. It will, and I know it, it really does help with sleep. If you put it beside your bedside table along with that selenite, if you're trying to get any work done, like 
in bed late at night on the computer, you know, forget it. You will fall asleep. Uh, but it's known for, they used to line their chalices, the, the warriors, uh, the Greek warriors would line their chalices with amethyst because they thought that if they drank that, drank their wine out of that chalice, then the next morning they could go into battle and they wouldn't be affected or hung over from that mm. work. So a lot of the meanings come from, you know, the word or where it's been discovered or how it was formed. What pressure did the earth put on it? If a crystal's had a lot of pressure put on it, for instance, obsidian. Obsidian is not really a crystal. It's a volcanic glass mm-hmm. and heated up really quickly and then it cooled really quickly. But we throw it into, like I said earlier, we throw it into that crystal category just to not confuse everybody and not, you know, not give everybody a science lesson every day. The time they walk in, I would love to give a science lesson every time. I know. Walk. I'm like, but I'm, this it, is so interesting to me. So, but, but obsidian, because of that pressure can be a fairly harsh crystal. It's glass. I mean, obsidian arrowheads were used to um, cut, like actually do surgery with the Mayans. I mean, it's very, very sharp. And the obsidian, like if you have an obsidian sphere or anything like that, I wouldn't just plop that on a on someone who is wanting a crystal energy work because it can bring up trauma. So I would want to know that they had like you to go to if they had deep-seated trauma. And then I'm plopping a, you know, putting a obsidian that can bubble up just like a, a volcano. It can bubble up mm. these emotions. And then here I am not a trained psychologist. Don't, don't at all claim to be one. And I've bubbled up something that they need help with. Right. And so I think it's very important to know what the crystals do. So we really try to train people at Soltopia what the crystals do. But there's also different kinds of obsidian because different minerals, again, inclusions get in them. One of the, th- the coolest things I think about crystals is this, and I, I really get, when I'm in sort of a sentimental mood, I will get a little emotional about it because crystals are, most of the beauty from crystals comes from imperfections. Mm. Okay, so when mm-hmm. they're heated and they fracture or they crack while they're being formed, they'll, like a clear quartz will have maybe a rainbow inside it. Not one somebody's painted on the outside, but it'll have inside of it a beautiful, beautiful rainbow that you can see. And that comes from a fracture that a, a, a geologist might call an imperfection, but that we would call out of that imperfection came beauty. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the prettiest crystals, and that's a crystal that is known when it has a rainbow in it, you would give it to someone to give them hope, maybe someone that's struggling with the blues or even with depression, not that it would, again, would cure that, but it could lift them up because it's a rainbow, it's hope, and it symbolizes that. And it symbolizes, you know, that, that, that beauty comes from the experiences we go through that we feel like sometimes may break us. So that's, that's one of my favorite stories about crystals that I always like to tell because of how they're formed. As far as the other chakras, if you want yeah, no, I'm totally curious what some of the other um, crystals specifically are and how they and I like what you said, like, 
I think that so often, and why I use this podcast as this platform, is that I want to give people other tools to enhance their own development. But these aren't panaceas. Like one thing in and of itself isn't like you carrying around a rose quartz or um, selenite is not going to cure you of what you're dealing with. No, and I would never say that. Uh, I'm big on the disclaimers about, you know, always see your doctor. We have a list or, or even not just doctors, but whatever you need for that situation. But even at our store, we have a laminated list of certain uh, uh, hotlines to reach out to, things like that. We're never going to say this here, take this crystal and you'll 100% Botswana agate is known to help people stop, top excuse me, stop smoking. It's It's been known for that for a long time. Well, do I really believe that if you just have Botswana agate, if you wear a bracelet or you tape it to you, and you can use surgical tape, by the way, to tape um, it. I even tape it to my third eye sometimes. I'll tape a, you know, like a crystal. <laughs> you walk to, around with like a just, crystal tape. Hey, well, I like to sleep. Um, I don't know if I'd walk around. Some people might. But just, <laughs> to sleep and, you know, have like, you know, lucid dreaming, but it won't give you like an eye wax or, you know, eyebrow wax or anything. It's that really 3M, just really gentle tape. Um, but I I really will say, you know, a Botswana agate, of course, you're not going to immediately, you, you pick up a Botswana agate and then you're going to stop smoking. I, I'm not a smoker, but I would assume that would not be true at all. Okay. That is so hard to break that addiction. So it's just one more thing that you can use to, like you said, to complement or to add to your toolbox. And I mm. think of crystals as, as helpers, uh, as tools to help us. Mm-hmm. As far as the root chakra, you know, where we sit, where we get our stability, where we feel secure, which a lot of uh, the root chakra a lot of people that are into spiritualism will all care about their crown chakra or their third eye. They want to be like, Ooh, you know, I'm real, but the root chakra is so important. And the root chakra right now is probably the one that is the most, and I don't say blocked. I say um, out of it's, it's out of balance because it can be overactive or it can be underactive. And so it's a lot of them are underactive right now. People don't feel sta- stable. So a red jasper would be really, really good for that. Even any, a darker stone, a, a grounding stone, like a smoky quartz, uh, uh, any black onyx, but red jasper is kind of the one I know to be the go-to. I will even say that I had a client one time and yes, she was seeing a regular doctor too, but she came in and she she was younger and she really was, she was going off to school and she wanted a crystal and she had been through a very bad incident. She'd actually been date raped, just to be really mm. blunt. And um, this was a long time ago, not saying any name. This was a really long time ago. And, um, and I've had this with several people where they've had trauma in mm-hmm. their their sacral chakra or root chakra area. And she was going to have to sit a lot in school. And so I gave her a flat palm stone, just very flat of red Jasper. And she sat on that every day when she was in class, Uh, she would just sit on that red Jasper. 
And not only, and we just infused a lot of love into it. And she spoke a lot of affirmations into the palm stone, a, a lot of what she wanted to feel and to put her power into that. And then she also did that with her psychologist. So that was something that was very powerful for her. As far as the sacral chakra, it's like, you know, the Roy G. Biv of the rainbow mm -hmm, it works mm -hmm. so well for crystals. It's probably the best way to learn crystals is to start with the color. It's not the best way to identify crystals because crystals, there's so much that goes into identifying. There's going to be a lot of green stones that look a lot alike. Jade will look like green aventurine and green agate and things like that but it's the best way to to learn about them because when you get to the sacral chakra which is about you know our creativity our zeal for life our sexuality that a carnelian would be perfect for that and just as an aside carnelian is also great as hand warmers during the cold Ooh, and it works i need right? i need can you wrap me in that yeah, I, I wish. I wish I could have like a week ago. And it works. I find them. It's hilarious. I'll bring my clothes out after this, you know, the winter and I'll spring will come or whenever I'm supposed to be, whatever time you're getting. Right. Uh, Who knows spring, anymore? Whenever right? I'm supposed to be getting the coats out. Yeah. It's Texas. I don't know when I'm supposed to do anything, but um, I'm getting them out. I'll be like, what's that in that sweater? And then, oh, and then, oh yeah, it's a carnelian. And you just put them, they're like little hand warmers. And it also is good for, it's said, it is also good for pollen, if you're allergic to pollen. Mm -hmm. And so it is said, you know, um, allegedly. And so, but I can uh, vouch for the the warmth of it. It just, mm -hmm. it's like your hands just kind of warm them up because they do have different frequencies. I mean, they mm -hmm. do have different, everything has a vibration. And they right. do have a vibration. That makes sense. And, yeah. And so that orange gives you like that zeal for life, right? And a, a little more motivation if you're not feeling it. Then if you go up to your solar plexus, that's the I am worthy, and a lot of us have issues there. You know, I am worthy. I, I feel confident, but the I am worthy to me is the big one for that. And I use a lot of citrine or uh, which is yellowish and or I would use what's called a yellow aventurine, but probably the most popular is citrine. Again, that's a quartz that has a different it's it's a it's a regular quartz, but then it has a different uh, mineral that is included in it. So it gives it that yellow look and that will help you. It's known as the feel good stone, but it's also known as, I call it in my book, um, the one you mentioned, it's out mm -hmm. now, the magic of connection. I call it the cheer and clear crystal because I really believe that it clears out a lot of stuff um, and it, it cheers you up. Mm. Uh, but it's also known as the merchant stone. So if somebody was starting a business or they have a business, they could put it on their, I, don't, I guess we don't have cash register anymore, but it, on, their, on their Apple credit card thing, machine, their, 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 on their yeah. iPad for their square. And I used to, another thing, you know, all the analogies that I used to use don't work anymore because I also said, keep it in your wallet for cash. And I don't know about you, but around here, nobody's taking cash for anything. Yeah, I haven't so, used cash in like months. So, but it is good for um, just, it's a money stone when people think, talk that way. Um, yellow and greens are good for money. And then you go up to that heart chakra and the best one would probably be watermelon tourmaline because it combines that pink mm -hmm. and green. That's a little expensive, 
so a lot of people will come in reading the books that are out there and they'll say, I want a watermelon tourmaline. And we'll be like, okay. And we'll show it to them and then we're like, okay, what else do you have? You know, it, depending on their budget, you can get a little bitty piece, but, uh, but the green adventuring is good. A jade, uh, Malachi and the pink, that rose quartz, you really can't beat that for your heart chakra. The throat chakra is really important. Usually in my bottled water, I will have a blue lace agate at the bottom of my bottled water. Mm. That is one you can put in the bottom of it again, wash it and all that kind of stuff. Um, blue lace agate is very good for, it's the, the interesting thing about the throat chakra is people always talk about speaking your truth. It is good for that, but it's also good for uh, feeling like you're heard. Hmm. You know how you can speak your truth and then people don't even, yeah. like, well, okay, well, I spoke my truth, but I don't feel like anybody listened to me. And the other thing that my husband tells me is good for is listening. It is very good for listening. So it's all, he's joking. Hmm. Sort of, but it's all that stuff up here. You know, it, it's your ears. If you want to talk mm -hmm. about the physical, your teeth, anything up here, but listening, feeling heard and speaking your truth with, with the throat chakra, I always hear speaking your truth, but people seem to forget those other two things that I think are equally important because right. if you're speaking your truth into nothing, then what difference does it make if no one, no one hears or listens? Yeah. And, and maybe it'll help you say it in a different, maybe it's the problem of the receiving end. They're not listening, but maybe it's also the way I'm saying it, that if I said that a little different way, I could be heard. Mm -hmm. And so blue lace agate is, and the thing about agates is they're protective, but they're named for the color that they are. If anybody ever gets like overwhelmed with all the agates out there, they're named for the, the color they are. So it looks like blue lace. It's pretty like that. Um, it's, just, it's blue and then it has like this little lacy effect. And it's also named for like Botswana, where it's from. So that's how they typically name agates. And then the jaspers, there's a lot of those too. Those are known as, whereas agates are the protective, jaspers are the nurturers. So any jasper you get from Kambaba jasper to crazy, um, that's an agate, uh, crazy lace agate, but uh, Kambaba jasper to ocean jasper, it's going to be a nurturer. And then whatever is before it, you're going to learn about the, the crystal from that. Then you go up to, trying to finish this quickly, you go up to your third eye. Um, Iolite is perfect. This is where it gets confusing because you can use a lot of the higher ascension stones. You could use that moldavite if you wanted to, if you wanted to, you know, kind of feel a little trippy. And I don't mean high. Mm -hmm. Kids are wrong about that. It'll just maybe give you, if you were sleeping, you might have a few more. I've tried it. It will make your sleep a little different. Um, you might have a few more visions if you're prone to those type of, you know, sleep where you receive information. Um, amethyst, um, iolite is a mediumship stone. So that is great for your, and azurite, that is great for your third eye. And then for your crown, you can use, again, there's, it's the sky's the limit. Any high ascension stone, it's typically the traditional one. It's because of Roy G. Biv, you know, the colors, Roy G. Mm -hmm. Biv, it would be mm -hmm. violet and it would be the amethyst. 
so those would be your your chakra stones. And do you place them on your chakras or you can just hold them and that's fine? Either one. Okay. So you can you can place them. Uh, sometimes if somebody's having like a chakra clearing, you could place them right there. And I would have them place them if it's a, you know, uncomfortable place. Um, they would place the stone, but you can place them yourself. You can wear a necklace, like say you wanted a heart chakra um, stone, you could wear a necklace that hits right, you know, at your heart chakra. But let's say you were needing something for your root chakra, where, where I had said that story before, which was a, a, a difficult story, right? Mm -hmm. but, but true. And um, she didn't have to she wanted that. She wanted that to sit on because she sat for a long time. You could wear it as a bracelet. Uh, you could, and you could just have it and touch it. It can just be in your auric field. It could be near you and it, it could affect you. Uh, but, so you don't always have to wear it. Now, can you explain, um, you, you're supposed to clear your, your, your chakras, you should clear those too. You're supposed to yeah. clear your crystals or bathe them in moonlight or what's that about? <laughs> okay. So I get a little different about this in some, there's clearing, cleaning, you know, clearing, cleansing, cleaning, programming, charging. Okay. I don't program crystals. Number one. You Wouldn't they come with their own program? I mean, Thank you. Okay. Yes. Seems yes. It seems intuitive. Yeah. It'd be like, it'd be like, would you want anybody to program you? You right. know, so they're, they've, they're beings. They have properties to them. It's just, if everything's energy and everything has a beingness to some extent to it, so does a crystal. So it has its own properties. So there's a lot of books that'll tell you how to program crystals. And I, I don't program them. So then you go to, when you get a crystal, Every time you get a crystal, it's been taken out of the earth somehow. And people are like, oh, that's horrible. No, not really. Because a lot of times that they're, they're breaking off. I mean, or they're, you know, it, it, I won't, that's a whole nother show on mining. Okay. But we're friends with a lot of the miners and they are wonderful people and they're very ethical. And, you know, they've been doing this for years and it's their livelihood. And so, but let's say a rose quartz. When you tumble it, it's raw when you get it. But when you tumble it, you do use a little a bit of acid. Like, I, I, I think it's hydrochloric acid. You use a little bit. It's very mild acid. Okay? Mm -hmm, <laughs> you mm -hmm. use a little, so you want to wash that off. You want to clean it. So that's actually clean, cleanliness. You know, like we wash our hands. Um, that's what I was saying before you drop it in your water. Then there's clearing it. Clearing is what you're talking about. Clearing is like, okay, so I've used this crystal. Now I want to clear it in the moonlight. I want to put it out or, ch or charging it in the moonlight. Or I want to, so we clear our crystals in a singing bowl. Um, hmm. Or selenite will clear your crystal. Selenite never needs to be cleared. And um, citrine doesn't really need to be cleared either. Here's how I feel about it. I feel like, I'm not going to, we have a store, two stores full of crystals. So we play our singing bowls around the store and we sage and we play happy music and we uplift the vibration of the stores and our crystals, we feel like are happy, you know, so we don't have to take every single, we, we like to keep them clean. Like, and I mean, literally cleanliness. Mm -hmm. We don't feel like we have to put every crystal every day out in the moon. 
we do have moon ceremonies, but the moon, if the moon can affect me sitting inside my house, the moon can affect a crystal. Now, for people who love rituals, you know, that love rituals, by all means, take your crystals and, and sit out in the full moon or in the new moon, the, you know, the full moon you're releasing, the new moon you're bringing in, and you could set your intentions with those crystals. But there's other people who say things like, well, if it breaks, it's no longer of use to me and uh, it served its purpose and I, I've got to bury it and return it to the earth. I'm not making fun of those people. I just would disagree because to me, it goes back to that same thing of being fractured. To mm -hmm. me, I'm like, just because a, Christ, a friend of mine, if they were broken in some way or if I'm broken, and I have been in my life in some way. I've, you know, had a brokenness. I don't want to just be buried, you know, and put away and just said, your, your usefulness is done because you broke. I want to say, you know, well, maybe there's parts of me that I can use, you know, that, that can be loved on anyway. And right. so I don't, and I think that's another way that maybe some people just get people to buy more crystals. And we <laughs> do that here. We're just like, well, use both of them. You know, you don't have to. No, they still work. And so you could, you know, put them in the moonlight. And depending on the crystals, it's kind of fun. If it's like a moonstone or if it's something that feels like it's associated with the moon, then it's fun to do moon crystal, you know, moon use those in the moonlight. In the sunlight, you have to be kind of careful. Amethyst will fade um citrine will fade uh but you're not usually leaving them out that long uh so and then i said uh the programming i think I already said you don't really have to program crystals so yeah there's usually long like in a book you would have a whole you know this this much of the books telling you you know how to program a crystal and i'm like okay i just skip over that part because i'm not going to tell Dr. Robbins. Okay, Dr. Robbins, now, hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm going to program you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going right. to do that. You know, that's rude. So I'm not going to do that to a crystal. Well, Michelle, yeah. this was so informative for me. It makes me want to, I think I'm going to go downstairs because I keep all my crystals sort of in my bathroom. I want to go and check out what I have. Um, where can people find you if they're interested, which I have a feeling they will be after listening to your expert, oh, you. expertise on crystals? Thank you. Um, they can find me at www.michellewelch.com. And our, so, our stores are Soultopia here in the Dallas, Texas area. And yeah. uh, online as well? You have an online and, store? Um, an online, yes. Okay. So, and that is um, mysoultopia.com. And I'll link store. everything in my show notes as well for you. So thank you so much for your time thank today, you. for sharing your knowledge with us and for just certainly enlightening me with this topic. I'm excited to learn a little bit more. I'm excited to hear later what crystals you use. <laughs> so. I, I, I think I have like all the chakras and everything, but I don't use them all that much. I just kind of keep them around, but I don't pay a whole lot of attention to them. That's okay. <laughs> They're there. Well, They're doing something for you. <laughs> I hope so. Well, it yeah. sounds like they are. So they I'm going to try to pay a little bit more attention. Yeah. Thank it was you. so nice to meet you. Thank you, you so much. You too. Thank you. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. 
Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.